Looking forward to talking to both of these ladies, the uh, Director of Veterans Affairs here in South Australia, Catherine Walsh, and the uh, Be Sustained, the facilitator of the mentoring program, uh, Christine Molitor. They join us in the studio right now. Catherine and Christine, good afternoon to you both. Nice to catch up as they put the headphones on, and good afternoon and welcome. Thank you. Hi, Tony. All now, launched in uh, only in April of this year, the uh, the Veterans SA Mentor Program is uh, an inaugural pilot designed to connect members of the veteran community to leaders and professionals across the wider South Australian community. The first program is a female veteran m- mentoring program, and it's open to all those who identify as female who've had military experience are currently living here in South Australia. The purpose of the program is to improve the skills, the professional development, and the self-awareness of a specific group of veteran population with the aim to enhance their experience and the prospects as they transition out of the military careers. An ambitious sort of a program. Ladies, good afternoon and welcome again. Uh, Catherine, first of all, um, uh, the the exact purpose of this uh, uh, Veterans Essay, I think we've Try to sum it up, but you can no doubt expand on that for us. You know, great. Thanks, Pilko. Uh, so Veterans SA is a state government agency that was created in yeah. 2008. Uh, and what we do oh, is right. we represent issues for veterans and their families uh, across the state government, uh, into the Commonwealth government, and also across the South Australian community. And I will note that South Australia were most progressive and the first state jurisdiction to create a veterans portfolio. Catherine, is it possible to say what are what are some of the current key priorities of the agency as of right now? Uh, so we have probably three key lines of operation. Uh, the first is to influence across government. So how we, you know we're a small team of about half a dozen people. So how do we harness the bigger departments and resources uh, to make sure that when they have policies and programs that we look at it through a lens of veterans and their families? So that's the first one. The second one is we facilitate collaboration across the ex-service community, uh, and we've got a number of ways that we've uh, we're doing that in this mentoring programs. One of them, and then the third piece is our veteran community sits within the wider South Australian community. So how do we help 1.7 million South Australians understand the value of the military experience and that contribution to the community every day? If you have a question for either Catherine or for Christine, by all means, give us a ring. Put the question directly to the ladies. You can remain anonymous if uh, you want to talk about something specific from your point of view. 8223 Um Christine, you're the, the facilitator of the uh, of the mentoring program. Um, exactly what is what is mentoring for those of us who are not really familiar with it? Uh, thank you. Great question. So for me, mentoring boils down to three broad things. It's the exchange and sharing of knowledge and expertise from uh, potentially someone that's walked the path beforehand. It's also creating the space to unlock someone's potential to its fullest reality. Uh, And it's also teaching and guiding. So it's not really telling, but it's certainly uh, helping to provide some handrails or guardrails around someone's uh, change or issue they're working through and teaching and guiding them along the way. So it's a very broad um, suite of things. Yes. Christine, why should people consider, what are the signs perhaps that they should consider uh, getting a mentor? Sure. Great question. Again, I I think getting a mentor is applicable almost at any phase of your life and career. But some of the signs that might be emerging and could provide a good platform for that opportunity are someone might be, you know, currently sort of topping out in their current career path and feel like they need some assistance and guidance in uh, navigating what that next change might look like. 
Alternatively, someone may have a professional, you know, quite deep professional issue they're working through and they would appreciate an external objective sounding board to plan and work through that issue. Uh, alternately, the person may have a particular skill or competency that they see that uh, isn't necessarily one of their strengths, but they want to uh, work with someone who would be skilled in that area to continue to build that. And something that like that might be building uh, conf- uh, confidence in presentations, as an example, um, and using a mentor to guide and teach and train that. So there's probably a number of signs. Uh, or it could be simply, I would really like to learn from someone that's more experienced and has had more varied careers than me. All right. Thank you, uh, Christine. Catherine, as the the Director of Veterans SA, how did the uh, mentoring program come about? Was there an increasing demand as an organisation? Did you think, hang on, this is something that we need to address? What was the the initial cause for the, um, or the reason for the foundering of the organisation? Um, so the mentoring program came about because we listened to our community. Uh, there, yeah. are, uh, there are approximately 320 to 350 people who leave the Australian Defence Force here in South Australia each year pre-COVID. And a number of them are, um, are supported through that transition into workforce participation as a post-military career. But we heard from some people that they need just a little bit of extra help. And so state government looked around and thought, well, what's a way of us doing that and we all recognize the value of of mentoring and mentoring programs as christine just talked about so we sort of tested that idea with some people uh, in our community and they said look this would be a really great value add and it's um the fact that we're running two pilot programs one for women and one for former non-commissioned officers and former other ranks who've been out for about three to eight years is um is a recognition of what our community looks like uh, and also both of those are flagship programs that are not being conducted elsewhere in the country so again south australia is leading in that regard catherine is it naive of me to have imagined up until we've had we're having this discussion uh, that it was only perhaps uh, male members ex-male or male members uh, that probably needed a, a mentoring program i think that uh Mentoring benefits a wide variety of people regardless of how they identify in terms of gender. Uh, so certainly yeah. the vast majority of people who leave the military are, are male. Um, but we recognize in particular the benefits that females get from, uh, from participating in a mentoring program. Christine, what are some of the things that a, a mentor c- can help with? Or does that vary enormously, I suppose, depending upon the individual and the circumstances? But just broadly, what are some of the things that, uh, as a mentor, you can help with? Sure, great question. Um, yes, you're right, it could... Br- vary quite broadly and it will be largely based on what a mentee's expectations are and the sort of goals they will set early on in the program. But just as a guide, it could be uh, assistance in managing up. Some people find, you know, managing their uh, their boss or their boss's boss quite um, uh, problematic or difficult to navigate and uh, so a mentor could help guide through that. Um, a mentor could help formulate um uh, new business planning or entry into other markets. So say someone is in charge of a, you know, suddenly being put in charge of an overseas market as part of their uh, parameters in their role and they've never had any experience in that. Uh, an external mentor might have experience in those particular markets and be able to provide assistance. Or it could be around uh, communication style and skills. So let's say someone's taken a step up in their career and they're now being asked to present, uh, you know, in public forums and they've never done that before. 
Uh, there are many ways you could go and develop those school skills um, and a mentor could also provide that uh, independent sounding board and you know you could role play those sorts of things with a mentor if you wanted to as well so really broad um, broad things that a mentor could help with. Christine as a, as a mentor do you ever get to the stage you think I, I can't help anymore I'll need to refer this person this individual to a uh, I'm guessing a psychiatrist, a psychologist, uh, another expert in the field? Definitely. Uh, in fact, um, I currently mentor two people and uh, uh, recently had that experience where I felt um, I could continue could continue to provide some guidance, but the person would benefit quite significantly from seeking some psychological assistance as well, uh, which that person went and did. So it was kind of a a two-step approach, both someone tending to those more deeper needs that, that the mentee had, but also um, in my role as as that person's mentor, assisting them on more the business side. But definitely the radar does need to be up as a mentor uh, to pick yeah. out perhaps those little signals, yes. Christine, do you mind me asking, what's uh, what's your background? Do you come from a, 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 a are you a psychologist, a, a psychiatrist, or oh, do you no. mind me asking? <laughs> no, you don't. I, it's fine. Um, I actually did do a psychology degree when I left high school uh, because I was very oh. interested in people and the way people think and tick. Um, but I didn't go on to be a registered psychologist. But I have spent nearly all of my career in very people-oriented industries and roles. And I guess I do have a real interest in, you know, people's behaviour and their interactions with others and what makes them tick, but also what, what helps build resilience and success. So I do tend to naturally sway that way. Catherine, since uh, you took up the position as director here in South Australia but a little over a year or so ago, can you talk about some of the things that have actually happened to the agency and that uh, and that ensuing, oh, well, nearly a little over 12 months since you took up the job? Yeah, um, certainly. And I, there's a very strong and increasing focus of my agency to conduct outreach and engage with our veteran community. And I just want to spend a moment just explaining what I mean when I say the veteran community. So it's a spectrum mm. uh, in our view. So it's the current serving women and men who are at Woodside, at 16 Regiment, or at the variety of units down at um, at RAF Edinburgh. It's those who are reservists, so who um, are part-time contributors to our military and may have... Um, other uh, pursuits as well that, that are concurrent, or those who've completely concluded their military service in any way, shape or form and no longer wear the uniform. So I guess that's the people who've had the military experience, but also part of our community are the families. So families can be partners, can be children, uh, parents, but also recognising that uh, kinship and uh, the the often complex and, and wider nature of family relationships, they are all part of our community. So so when I talk about listening to the veteran community, it, it's all of those components. Um, so in the last 12 months, I, look, I acknowledge the first sort of four or five were a bit tricky because of COVID. Um, but we certainly warmed up uh, late last year and early this year uh, and have had a number of opportunities where we can hear from our community about the role that they want the state government, so my agency, but the state government more broadly, to play. Um, so I'm really excited about the fact that we've invited our community to to provide that feedback directly and help us work as part of an ecosystem in partnership with formal ex-service organisations, with individuals or with other veteran-minded organisations to see what does this look like across the next 10 years and how can we work together for our shared community and the betterment of the individuals in that community. 
Our guests on this Monday afternoon, Catherine Walsh, who's the Director of Veterans SA, and Christine Molitor, the Facilitator of the Mentoring Program. If you've got a question for the ladies, by all means, here's the opportunity. You can remain anonymous. By all means, give us a ring and put the question to the ladies, Catherine and Christine, on 8223 0000, that interactive number of ours. On this Monday afternoon, it's just on 16 minutes to two now. SA footy legend, Graham Corns talk sport with Rowie. Monday Arvos from five. Thanks to Adelaide Tools. Big job, small job, any job. See the team at Adelaide Tools and get it done. What's your favourite part of a road trip? Having a serious game of Spoto. Getting ice cream. Spoto. Uh, grabbing a greasy roadhouse burger. Bringing back the 90s playlist. The second I switch off from work and turn on the car. Whatever your favourite part of a road trip is, make RAA part of your planning. From RAA road service, vehicle inspections, tyres and batteries to RAA approved repairs. Before you do the fun stuff, let RAA help with the car stuff. And keep on moving on. T's and C's apply. Who can fix the shower? Service today. Who can fix the power? Service today. Yes, we can, is what we say. Service today. Every time you see our bright yellow trucks in your area, we're helping out your neighbours. We can help you too. So for the best plumbing, electrical, heating and cooling work, call Service Today 24-7. Can you fix the shower? Yes, we can. Can you fix the power? Yes, we can. Yes, we can, is what we say. Service Today. Call 1300-SERVICE. For over two decades, Avanti Care have delivered care with purpose to thousands of South Australians. And now we're thrilled to announce the opening of our new wellbeing hub on Fullerton Road, Kent Town. Like everything we do at Avanti Care, our wellbeing hub has real purpose, delivering a full range of healthcare services in one location, including physio, occupational therapy, speech pathology, dietetics and podiatry. For more on our wellbeing hub, visit avanticare.com.au. I'm Cathy Nagel, the Chief Executive of Western Hospital at Henley Beach. Western is proud to be piloting a short-stay, no-out-of-pocket joint replacement program, allowing eligible surgeries for eligible health fund members to pay no gaps to surgeons, anaesthetists or the hospital. All patients are assessed for suitability by the surgeon and where possible, you'll be encouraged to discharge early with home care rehabilitation. It's just another great offering from Western Hospital, your hospital that cares. Visit westernhospital.com.au Looking to start your career, find a job or make a change? Then don't miss SA's biggest careers event, Adelaide Showground May 7 and 8. Check out TAFE, unis and course providers. Talk with employers and discover Defence Force careers. There's jobs and career advice for all ages. Careers and Employment Expo, Adelaide Showground this Friday and Saturday. Entries free. Details, kjex.com.au. If you're now window, and not just anything will do. Just call Statesman Window, factory direct to you. Nobody beats Statesman Windows, not on quality and certainly not on service. Windows, sliding doors, bifolds and more. Made right here in Adelaide, factory direct to you. For windows when and where you want them, call Statesman Windows, states.com.au. Windows when and where you want them.
Life is about choices, and there's plenty to choose from at a Barrow Hotel. Take the Excelsior, the Albion, the Birkenhead, or the Sundowner in Wyala, all brimming with choice, especially when it comes to the latest machines in a comfortable, safe environment, with amazing staff to give you the best experience. For the latest in machines and comfort, visit the Excelsior, the Albion Hotel, the Birkenhead Tavern, or the Sundowner in Wyala. You just know it's a Barrow Hotel. Gamble responsibly. Enjoy the party atmosphere every Sunday at the Jeff's Cross Market with stalls, homemade treats, fresh fruit and veg, arts, crafts, bric-a-brac and more. Wallace Cinema's mainline drive-in on Main North Road from 7am every Sunday for the Jeff's Cross Market. Visit wallace.com.au. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. It's uh, nearly 11 minutes to 2. If it's um, a, a venue you're looking for, uh, something as important as a wedding reception, you always want those to go well. God, if the wedding reception doesn't go well, you've got to say, oh, hang on a minute. So you want the wedding reception to be really well catered for. And uh, let me tell you that uh, uh, Cecily up there at uh, Cecilia, rather, up there at the, the Comfort Inn, Regal Park, and do all of that for you. They can offer uh, even on-site accommodation if need be. There's free parking out the back. You're right opposite the, uh, the park lands up there up in North Adelaide and I said it's an affordable venue for something like a wedding reception, perhaps a, even a business get together, a business conference that are suddenly coming back into vogue it might be a family get together, a birthday, an anniversary reunion, something that's important to you and you want it to go well, you want it to be affordable, it's all of those things, the conference and events packages available at the Comfort in Regal Park up there on Barton Terrace East up in North Adelaide and the lady who's the uh, events coordinator manages the whole thing uh, Cecil Cecilia, uh, her telephone number is 8267-3222, or simply online, regalpark.com.au, and organise the time to go on, have a look, see for yourself at just how very good it is. The all-important uh, issue of um, of mentoring, The um, we're talking about uh, the, uh, the Veterans South Australia Mentoring Program. We've got Catherine Walsh, the Director of Veterans SA, with us, and also the, the facilitator of the mentoring program, Christine if you've got a question for the ladies, by all means, uh, give us a ring on 8223 and put the question directly to, uh, to either, of, uh, either of the ladies. Catherine, uh, the, um, the program has just started. It will be ongoing. It doesn't have a, a lifespan at all. You, you can see this being an ongoing thing. Uh, look, that's where that's the ideal. That's what the gold standard will be. But as I mentioned earlier, um, no other state jurisdiction has uh, has undertaken anything like this before. So that's why it's a pilot program. Um, so that will run for six months, and then right. we'll yeah. learn. We're already learning through that process as people apply to either be mentors or mentees, and we're learning about what people want, what they're looking for. Uh, so it'll run for for six months, uh, starting in early July, um, and then uh, probably it'll be about 12 hours worth of commitment on on both sides of the partnership across that period and then we'll see what we learn from that and then hopefully we can finesse it and then roll it out as a more permanent uh, approach. Christine what uh, sort of qualifications would a person need to to become a mentor? That's a great question. Um, 
we are looking for the broadest possible base and group of people to put their hands up to be mentors. <clears throat> so yeah. it could be someone with a very diverse industry background. It could be someone that's perhaps been in the academic world and then moved into business. Or it could be someone who's slowly starting to wind down their career. It could be someone midway through their career. But industry uh, expertise is really broad. If we can have a really broad uh, pool from which to select, I'm hopeful yeah. that we can really meet each individual mentee's needs and that's the really the crux of it um, is that uh, when we go through the applications and we uh, really understand what the mentees are looking for being able to ideally uh, match them with you know even up to two mentors so that we've got some backup would be great um, oh. so yes that's the ideal so really broad and diverse industry and business and professional backgrounds. And Tony, Christine, if I can add to that, um, you go on, just um, because this is a, a, a mentoring program for veterans, um, the mentors yeah. don't necessarily need to have military experience themselves. Oh, um, that so was that, going to be the next question. Oh, yeah. I beat you to it. Um, no, so, no, 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 no. Um, so I think that's really important. So as Christine was saying about it being a really diverse group of people, um, that it, that everybody has something to offer from those learnings and experiences. All right, a question for both the ladies. Um, is there a cost involved if you want to become a, a, a mentee? I mean, do you would health insurance policies and, and Medicare cover this sort of uh, mentoring? Unfortunately, not at this point in terms of... Uh, but when we scale this and, uh, and uh, take it around the country, that would be good to approach the government to see if we could do something. But no, there is no cost. Um, we also oh, there's have... There's no cost? No, no, yeah. no. There's no cost oh. to the participants. We will do everything we can to support everybody to be able to participate as fully as they can. And we have also made the commitment that if anyone does wish to participate and they are facing some extreme circumstances at the moment that would prohibit them... Uh, to let us know and we will do what we can to make sure that it is accessible to everybody. So, for example, there may be someone in a regional location that really, really wants to participate, but there are some barriers to that. If we can help them overcome that, we will make sure that happens. Somebody comes to see you, uh, the information, I'd hazard a guess, is strictly confidential, stuff that they pass on to you. Uh, are they advised to come with somebody, a family member, a close friend, or do you prefer to do the, um, the mentoring on a one-on-one -on -one basis? Uh, I think oh, I'll take that question, Tony. Um, can I just take a step back? This is a mentoring program about investing in the professional development of individuals rather than it being a yeah. psychological or social right. um, component. So in the same way that um, capacity building programs exist in large corporations to invest in the future leaders of that company, this is the state government's recognition of how to invest in and empower right. our veterans to right. be to grow professionally. So I guess right. with that in mind uh, the mentoring program is is a one-on-one -on -one relationship between the mentee who drives that relationship of what they want out of it in terms of their own professional development and knowledge and then the mentor is very much there to to coach to guide and to support um do you have something to add to that Kristen? no that's great okay. yeah so it's it, it's 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 broader than just coming along to somehow or another figure out some problems that you may have encountered and ongoing problems it's broader than that it's to help you adjust and get back into the workforce and get the sort of career that you'd like to pursue right Absolutely. And it could be to build on uh, current experience. Someone may have left the military six or seven years ago and be doing very well in their career, but also be thinking, I'm not sure what happens in the next two to three years career-wise, and it'll be great to tap oh. into someone for six months and really plan that out. So, yes. 
I would imagine that from uh, an employer's point of view, somebody with a good military background, experience and uh, an expertise that have been picked up, perhaps even a trade, uh, an ex-military personnel, whether it be male or female, would be a, a valuable acquisition to that uh, that uh, that workforce of yours. Catherine, has, uh, has COVID been an issue uh, in the number of people coming forward? Uh, in terms of our mentoring program, uh, no, we've, yes. we only launched three weeks ago, so um, right, so we've so it had hasn't, hasn't. No, we've had a really great success rate in terms of um, members of the wider South Australian community with those diverse skills nominating to be mentors. So we're really uh, wanting to have more nominations from our veteran community uh, to be mentees and to benefit from this opportunity. At this stage of the game, how many more mentors would you like? You said the program's only been going for three weeks, so it's very early stages. Do you have vacancies indeed for uh, for people who would qualify as uh, as mentors? Definitely, uh, we do, and so we're not full up yet at all. And uh, we would love to be spoiled for choice, because uh, as Catherine alluded to, there may also be a possibility the pilot um, moves into a more formal program. We could uh, potentially be doing this again next year, but uh, no, we we're really looking for more numbers in both the mentor ranks and in the mentee ranks so um, and the applications are, are open for mentees uh, until the until may the 17th and for mentors mm-hmm. until may 31 so people still have plenty of time the application process on the website which we'll give at the end is really straightforward and uh, and we're told isn't taking too long so hopefully that's not too onerous and not a barrier to getting on board all right christine and that website that you've just mentioned is uh so that's veterans sa uh, mm. Oh, sorry, this is Catherine. I've just got my tongue twisted. So it's veteranssa.sa.gov.au or you can just Google Veterans, Veterans SA. Just Veterans SA and you can follow the uh, follow the links from there. That might be simple. Ladies, thank you. Thank you for coming in this afternoon. Congratulations and loads of good luck with a program that's only been going three weeks and I just hope it's uh, it gets uh, the extension that it deserves. Catherine Walsh, the Director of Veterans SA, and Christine Molitor from the uh, Be Sustained as the organisation, a facilitator with the uh, with the program. Ladies, congratulations again. Loads of good luck. Hope we can talk down the track. Thank you. Thanks, Tony.